All righty, everyone. We are back with another episode of Seminal Sideline 365 live. Uh, if you're joining us live tonight, if you're not, if you're watching us on recording, we'd love that too. Uh, but once again, my name is KB, and alongside me is the old man, Bruce, uh, in a slightly different format than you're used to, but we're rolling with it. We're, he had a little uh, internet outage. You know old people on the internet. Sometimes they can get a little uh, no, a little wonky. No, it's so stupid. Listen, listen. Hey, he didn't hey. pay his bill, guys, so he's I had to do it off you know, You know I beat you into the studio all the time. And so I have it up and running. It's up and running. Everything's cool. And the next thing I know, it says not connected to the internet. What the hell does that mean? I checked the TV. The TV's on okay. And then, of course, they never make these systems. This HP I run off of sucks. And and there's no button that says should come up and say, just hit this to go back on. Of course, you can't find that. They hide that shit. You know, but they don't have any problem. They don't have any problem hiding ads and do this and premium services and all this, is- this other bullshit that goes on in our society today. This you is know the reason I mean? why Bobby Bowden had to retire. Can you imagine Bobby Bowden having to coach in the technology era? Look at the old man. He can't even function off his laptop. That's not true. Out. And now Bobby, Bobby was coaching into his 80s. Can you imagine all the technology, how hard it must have been? Hey, how about Jimbo with all his papers? Uh, he, he's, he's another mess, and he's fairly <laughs> young. Yeah, he, he's fairly young, and he's a mess. But, uh, well, we're glad to have you anyways. Like you can see one, me, right, and hear me, see, right? You can see you and hear you. That's all that matters. So, But once again, thanks to you all for joining us tonight, whether you're live or watch us on demand. And I do have my, my cookie. I, uh, I'm sure everyone's glad to see that. Um, but tonight we're going to be going through a portal update. Uh, if you missed uh, my quick bite yesterday, uh, not the bite he's having, but the bite I did yesterday, <laughs> uh, 10 minutes. Uh, we did a 10-minute show uh, just of uh, basically covering attrition so far on the roster. Since then, there's been a, a, a lot of news and updates. So we'll go briefly through that uh, tonight, as well as who is Florida State targeting in the portal? Who, who should be on your radar? Who should you we be looking at? Who hopefully is on Florida State's radar as we look to rebuild this roster from all the moves that have happened today and over the course of the last three days. Uh, so a lot to go over. We'll try to make it brief tonight because there's a lot of things out there to go through. Wait a minute. I don't want it brief. I don't want to agree. Okay, well, I do because uh, <laughs> I've been working all day and so has everybody else. Uh, so uh, we'll try to keep it brief, y'all. Give you the knowledge and the, the news that matters. Uh, and as always, uh, give us uh, give us your comments. Mike, we'd love to have you. What's going hey, on? Hope you're hey, Mike, day. what's up? What's Thanks up, Mike? Us tonight. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get right to it. So um, uh, Hash, like hashtag, hashtag, Mike got us. We got you, buddy. We got we you, got Mike. You. We're glad to have you. Um, but uh, as we discussed yesterday in my quick bite show, the 10 minutes, uh, you know, that was a great a, show, by the way. Yeah, we Thank lost you. a couple of players. Uh, you know, we said farewell did to we? Amari. Did we? Did we? I, we? I think we did. We lost We lost some of our, our leaders and locker room leaders, in my mind, not production leaders. Uh, Amari was the active tackles, the active tackles leader. So, I, in that, in my mind, you know, you so the question is, why did we lose him? I, I think it was playing time, you know, like I said, uh, like I said on yesterday's show. Um, he only got to play really sparingly. He, he after that injury, he only really started seven seven or so games, and he just kind of got got worked over. I mean, uh, you know, kind of crossed over in the depth chart. So, like I said, um, you know, early in his career, he got to play. He got to play a lot, and it was just towards that end, he kind of got lapped a little bit. He got recruited over. 
Um, and it's unfortunate. I, I think he's a great guy. I, I think everyone says he's a great guy. You saw Mike Norville's statement that I put up yesterday. Um, so like I said, you lost two locker room guys in Amari and Keyshawn. Um, and then you lost some defensive linemen, Sean Bray and Jarrett, who Sean Bray didn't really get to play a whole lot. I think there was some potential there. Um, but once again, uh, he got those guys kind of got lapped over uh, in the depth chart and they didn't see. Uh, uh, they didn't see their spot potentially opening up in the near future. So they, they've moved on, uh, which is unfortunate because Jarrett was a transfer. So he's once again, moving forward uh, from Louisville to Florida state to, to wherever is next. Um, and then you had some breaking news today. Uh, I think we had an additional uh, three more names go into the portal. You had offensive lineman project, Rod Orr, um, who, who was making, uh, who was seen as an athletic guy who was making the transition um, to, to that line. And, and we knew, who was a highly ranked player out of 2021. Um, I think he was rated like the 20 number 22 offensive tackle prospect. Um, but you knew it was going to take some to some time to develop this guy. Um, he was going to have to get in with Alec Atkins, develop his body, uh, work on his technique. Um, and he didn't play at all in 2022. Um, no, no registered snaps. And, you know, he was kind of a high school basketball player. Like I said, more of an athlete, a big guy who was athletic, uh, but you knew you were going to have to develop and, and, you know, he didn't see any playing time last year um, and, and he's moving forward, uh, moving on. So once again, uh, you know, you've seen some of that depth that you brought in on the offensive line. Some guys are like, I, I don't see myself playing. And that can go into the conversations that Alex Atkins is having with some of these young guys. Like, hey, this is where you sit on the depth chart. We have some veteran guys. We have some younger guys we brought into that that deep class last year that may be on top of you right now. So are you willing to put in the time and stick with us or he may, he may be telling him, I think you should go other places because we're going to look at the portal for some additional names, which we know Florida State is. Um, and on the other end, uh, aside from Rod Orr, you lost also George Wilson, who was a sparingly, uh, to, to put it lightly, uh, used four-star prospect on the defensive line. Um, uh, we didn't even bring him up during our our, uh, our portal forecast show uh, a week or two back. Um, he's He was a prospect out of Virginia, out, out by me in the D.C. area. Uh, once again, uh, highly, kind of highly rated, but you knew it was going to take a couple of years for him to develop into the scheme. Um, but he never did. He, he was a scout team guy, uh, last year in 2021. Um, and then I don't think he registered, um, uh, he, I think he played maybe three games, uh, according to some sites this year. I didn't really notice him on the field, no stats, uh, that, that I remember. Um, and, and then he announced today that he's going to be moving forward, which I think is a good move for him because I believe once again, they seem to be recruiting over in that position, whether it's bringing guys from the portal. You have emergers like Pat Payton, who have probably lapped him on the depth chart. Younger guys, Josh Farmer, stuff like that, who are, are playing well and are going to hold on to those positions. Um, so I think he saw the writing on the wall, had had the coaches with uh, talks with Odell uh, and hit the portal. So I, I think it's a good move for him as well. Um, no, no big loss there. Uh, and, and then the final one, and I'll get your thoughts, Bruce, is Sidney Williams in the portal. Uh, you know, I, I don't think this is, I, I know last, some people on our last show said they didn't expect Sydney to leave in the comments. People were saying in the comments, I don't think Sydney's going to leave. I think he's going to stay. Well, he, he's leaving. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he played in nine games uh, this season, uh, registering 12 tackles, um, uh, uh, you know, last uh, this past season, uh, six, six total and 23 games, for Florida state. So he played over the course uh, of two seasons with Florida state, but once again, he was he was there more for uh, depth purposes, uh, if anything else. So not a major contributing loss, uh, but at the same time, 
I don't think the DB room is super deep, but it opens you up a slot for uh, the transfer portal. So uh, once again, Sydney, farewell, man. We hope you the best. We hope that we can, uh, you know, find. At the same time, uh, it's it's tough to lose some depth in that DB room because I don't think it's super deep right now. And uh, but once again, he he's not a major contributor, so I expect them to go in the portal and find someone else. Uh, we got some comments here from David. Do you guys think that finding athletes in the portal to fill those critical roles better than maybe recruits should be dealt in the long term? David, I think that's a really good question. Uh, it's something we brought up during the uh, portal forecast show. Is that I think it's a very it's a very uh, special balance you have to play, right? If you go too portal heavy, then you may lose some of those relationships with the high schools and the high school coaches that you know fill your early pipeline, right? It's like short-term gains versus long-term rewards, right? Uh, it's like stocks and bonds in a way, right? So if you go too hard in the portal, you're kind of making these, you're like hedging your bets, you're doing these short-term bets because most of these guys, right, in the portal have one or two years left of eligibility. Some of them do have three or four years and those are kind of like high school guys that you're bringing in that, that are still development projects. But I think Florida State makes, has to make sure that they're not overly doing it with the portal guys. They need to make sure that ha they're bringing the best high school talent available for them and that's saving the rest of the spots for the portal that can make guys who can make an immediate impact while those high school guys have a chance to develop. So, uh, David, I think that's a great question. I, I think it's striking the right balance where you're not overly doing on the transfer portal um, because luckily Florida State has been great at, at finding talent and, and, and attracting that talent and getting them to commit in the transfer portal. Some teams aren't uh, able to identify that talent in the portal and they commit the wrong guys, and then that turns out well, and then you have a bad high school recruiting cycle as well, then you're, you're, you're screwed on both ends, right, both high school and transfer. So Florida State's hitting on both – on a transfer portal right now, but I think they still need to double down the high school recruiting because that's one place I, Mike Norvell hasn't excelled so far in my eyes at Florida State. You know, top 15, you know, top 15 classes, top 20 classes. Ideally, we would be in the top 10 for high school recruiting, which I think will get better as this record reflects for 20. You know, I think we have the number five class in, in 24 right now. Um, so I think if we can get both those engines going, I mean, the sky's the limit for this team. Bruce, well, what do you got to say? I got a lot to say. Well, thanks. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I got a lot to say. Uh, first of all, first of all, uh, let me let me address uh, uh, the comment. Put the comment back up. Why do you pull that down? Put it back up, David. Uh, I, I think the tool, the portal tool. Is, is the equivalent almost to the free agency of NFL. We are playing NFL minor league football at college now. That's that's what we're playing, okay? So any coach, except who is it, Kirby Smart and uh, Dabo, does Dabo they, they don't use the portal. You know what? That may come back to bite them to say they don't use the portal. I think the portal is a very critical tool in the toolbox uh, these days. I mean, it's been handed to coaches to say that you're not playing in the portal, especially a team that's rebuilding like Florida State is ridiculous. It's outrageous. And any coach that's trying to rebuild their program, i.e. Deion Sanders, is going to go to the portal quite a bit to rebuild. It's the quickest rebuilding tool that you have. 
because the development of a high school guy, I don't care how many stars he comes in with. And right now, Florida State really gets three-star guys and a few four-star guys. If they get a five-star guy, it's like the light, the lights come on, you know? So we're really dealing with guys that may not make it at this level or be effective enough to, to be a playoff team in a, what is it, 12 playoff team format? In two, in two years. Okay, in two years. Okay. So that's the answer to your question. What? You're going to, you try to, and wait a minute, you try to add both quality high school guys that you can develop in a year or two, and you're filling the rest of those slots in the rooms where you need the fill with portal guys. Yeah. That I, is the unique formula. You're not trying to break, you're not trying to be a mercenary army of total portal guys who are coming in, in, in and out every one or two years. That doesn't make it. The bulk and the back, the backbone of your of your of your program has to still be the high school recruit. And what you're seeing is a lot of these coaches that when they strike out, like if Mike's recruiting some four or five star, they'll recruit a lot more players because if they strike out with a kid and he doesn't play, goes to Ohio State or, or Clemson or Alabama, and he doesn't play his freshman year and says, screw this, I'm leaving. And you came in second place in his high school recruiting. Well, then he remembers you and yeah. he can transfer over. Yeah. So that's another yeah. tactic that coaches yeah. are now uh, are deploying too is like, have a great you know connection with that player during the communication. Cycle. Yeah, you so even to. if you don't win the first time, mm -hmm. you can win the second time around once they go back in the portal. You know what? It's kind of like family and friends. Stay in touch. Yeah. You know, some family, some friends do that better than others. Some of your kids may do that better than others. Some of your relatives may do that. But if you stay in touch, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't hurt. You don't have to have well, lengthy conversations. Stay, yeah. stay in, in touch, touch when you legally can for the NCAA. Well, stay in touch when you can. <laughs> when, I don't know if it says you can't you can't uh, stay in touch with a kid. Yeah, I don't know. You, you can't. You know, I don't know. We'll have to look into that. You can't be tampering. Well, well, I'm not saying tampering. <laughs> you, you um, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not done. You get to talk about the guys who left. Let me uh, talk a little bit about the, the guys. Part, yeah. Okay. Okay. So David, I think that's the answer to your question. Is that, I hope that's clear. Now the guys who left, uh, Shambri Jackson, he just didn't work out. That doesn't mean, it doesn't mean he doesn't have some talent. I think he was a three-star coming in. Uh, he was, you know, I think he was uh, a three-star. So his talent for no, he, he was a top 25, uh, 250 player. He, he was Okay. Well, for whatever reason, as an edge rusher, he, he is not, developing enough to get into the depth chart to get onto the field. So I'm sure the feedback came to him and, and it's honest feedback. And that's what you need to do. You need to be very honest with these, with these kids of where they stand. Okay. And that's important. So he didn't work out. Is that a big loss for the team? I'm going to be honest with it. Not a big loss. He's a nice kid. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't jump on me here for a minute. I'm just saying these are all good kids. We wish them well, all of them. We hope they become well, super. Well, we don't know who they are as people, but we wish them well. In yeah, their we next wish year. them well. <laughs> we don't know all the reasons behind why they're leaving, but we we wish them well. Yeah. So, but is it a big loss for our program? The answer is no. The next the next person is Keyshawn Hilton. Now, like. Shambury Jackson, these guys were troopers. 
They stayed in the trenches. They went to work every day. They carried their lunch pail. They stayed on the sideline. They didn't get to play much, if at all. And and they're troopers. And we appreciate that. And Mike Norvell appreciates that. The yeah. team appreciates it. And they left in a professional manner. Yeah. Everyone's so far. Well, uh, with the exception uh, uh, of a couple guys, well, like okay. Simicall well, we'll is the only about, one that hasn't okay. left in the professional. But so but, like, but but they left. I didn't. I just said those two guys. I didn't say anything about Sam McCall. Okay. Okay. It wasn't a blanket saying, Why are you calling me out on that? What's right. wrong? We, with okay, you? I don't think we. Okay. okay, okay, go on. Okay, wait a minute. We, we covered the guys who okay. left yet, like Amari. Wait a minute. Amari I'm giving my opinion yesterday. on him. Okay. I wasn't there yesterday. I know. <laughs> Jarrett Jackson. Jarrett Jackson. A guy couldn't get on the field. He was talked about a lot. I mean, uh, you know, last we, year, we thought he would get on the field a lot, but apparently he's been hopped over in the depth chart and probably told we're going after guys in the portal and we're going to bring guys in that have more experience, more reps, more snaps, and they're probably likely going to play ahead of you. That's yeah. honest feedback. What? Is it a big loss to lose Jared Jackson? It is not a big loss unless we don't bring anybody in. If well, we that's don't the bring issue. Any, that's the issue. You're if not we, guaranteed to bring anybody in the pool. If we don't bring guys in, it's a problem. Okay. Amari Gaynor, you've already talked about Amari. I agree with everything you say. He is probably the biggest loss I see to the program that contributed not only special teams, but on in depth on linebacker. He is a stud. And I hope he goes someplace where his abilities can be recognized and where he can play a lot of ball. And I think he, uh, you know, he has a shot at the next level if he can play special teams well and play uh, probably in the backup linebacker. But you never know. The guy, the guy's built like a rock. So, and again, he left in a professional manner. Rod Orr never developed on the offensive line. No loss there for the program. George Wilson, no loss there. I agree with your statements. You, You don't even hear anything about George Wilson. It's not even like he was on the team. He left in a professional manner. I give big points for that. Sidney Williams, yes, a player, a special teams guy, contributed in the, in the defensive backfields. Uh, you know, uh, in the in the in the defensive backfield, uh, and and is a good player. I think he's going to get picked up. Uh, Sam McCall, he's a different story. We've already addressed him. And he'll get he picked not up. Based on potential. Pre- yeah, Sam McCall could end up in Colorado with Travis Hunter and Deion Sanders in that crew. He could, but he has no film really. So you're, you're potentially going to take him being a five-star and what you know a little bit about him and he'll get picked up. Now, whether or not George Wilson gets picked up, Rod Orr gets picked up, uh, Jared Jackson gets picked up. I don't know. All those guys are going to get picked up based on, Based on potential, based on what they had in high school, based on potential, right. what it's their body look like, because they're going to visit all these schools. These they'll visit some schools, but they may have to look at them. Are they in shape? Are they, they might... in shape? What do they look like now? Did they take care of their body throughout the season? So even if they didn't play, are they in game shape? Do they look? And good? I guarantee, I guarantee, and I don't know if this is against the rules. If I'm at Marshall and I want, I'm looking at Chambray Jackson. Or Amari Gaynor. Don't call can, Coach Norvell. Can I pick up yes. the phone yes. and call the defensive coach? I believe they absolutely can. 
Why couldn't you do that? It's a reference call. Yeah, uh, it's a yeah. reference call. They do that in business. That's what this is. And that's this why it was freaking business. So big to see Mike Norvell put those statements out about right. Amari and about um, uh, Keyshawn. Like it, that's exactly. just that's like a reference letter for business. Like absolutely, they were not like troublemakers. Legend. They were not troublemakers that we're aware of. Their character was decent that we are aware of, and they have the right to go out and find a place to play. They're no different. They're no different than about a thousand guys now. And I mean that it's about a thousand plus guys who have gone into the portal so far this year, so far this year, a thousand plus people have gone into talk the about portal. who we're, we're targeting there. And, and so they deserve a right to play. Now here's the problem. Let's say for a rod or who doesn't have much on tape is a developmental, as you mentioned, what if he doesn't get picked up? He sits out till he gets picked up or goes to another school someplace and walks on. He then has to almost give up a scholarship. They've given up their scholarships. When they go into the portal, they've given up their scholarship positions back to Florida State. So they go into the portal with no scholarship. Yeah, they don't take a scholarship in there with them. They go in and they may have to join a squad as a preferred walk-on. So there is risk there when you do that. Um, good stuff there. Uh, just, and just a couple of notes about guys who are actually staying real quick. You know, who, who are the, uh, what's well, going on, Dagby? Uh, exactly. Thanks for coming by. Um, let's talk about real quickly, because I, I do want to focus on who we're targeting here. Um, but well, a can I say guys- one thing first? I think we should yes. say those are the guys, those are the only ones I know that have gone into the portal, correct? Those are the ones that have officially gone in the portal. They've correct. gone into the portal correct. this season. And I would expect probably another okay. three to ten to go Still but, go. but you know what? That's probably a good record. This is probably a good record for Coach Norvell in the program to show there's not a lot of people wanting to leave this program. Yeah, okay? and I really there's not that a lot time. of kids trying to leave the program, but they're expected. And we should mention we have one person that has come in for next season, and that is Kaziah Holmes from Penn State, the running back. And he looks – and he looks – going to be looking pretty good for the for our running back room, which is stacked at this point. So at this point for Florida State, we would say that it's been a quiet Florida State portal so far. Yeah, I, and I think, like I said, I think there'll be more. Bring in? I, I think who there'll be more. Um, and a couple, uh, just a word on who's confirmed that they're coming back, which I don't think is much of a surprise. I mean, some well, some sites have said, oh, breaking news, so-and-so is coming back, uh, which I didn't think it was breaking news. Jordan Travis has announced he's coming back. Yeah, that was no surprise. I thought it was a no-brainer. Right. Um, I think he I think he knows. he. Well, one, I think he has personal accomplishments that he wants to do. I think he thinks he can win the next season championship. Absolutely, that is possible next year. Um, I absolutely think he can win some awards next year. Absolutely possible. Uh, but I also think he knows he's still a developmental quarterback in terms of his passing game. And I think it's absolutely smart of him to come back, define his skill, and they're going to give him the best shot if he wants to go to the NFL to come back and, and really develop himself as a full-fledged pass-first quarterback. So I absolutely think that's a right call, and I don't think there was any doubt he was going to not go to the NFL. Like, he was always going to come back. But once again, it's great to see confirmation, and confirmation early because that tells other players in the portal, I want to play with Jordan Travis, wide receivers, tight ends. It's great to get that confirmation publicly. So even if we knew it, even if we knew he was coming back, just to have that statement out there 
Well, that was fair. See, that was fair, not only for recruiting, but for the coaching staff that he respects to give them notice. I'm coming back. You don't have to go into the portal to get an experienced quarterback. Yeah. And it's also, it's also a good recruiting tool to tell other receivers out there or tight ends that they may be recruiting. Like you can play with Jordan Travis. Yeah, absolutely. But the main thing coach Norvell needed to know, do I have to go out and get an experienced quarterback from the portal? What if if Jordan Travis could drag this out, but he was a gentleman and of good character and a noteworthy seminal to say, and every fan out there should recognize he could have dragged this thing out for a while. Yeah, no, you're you're right. He could have made some drama around it and said, yeah. you know, kind of yeah, trying to leverage it, try to leverage this NIL money, NIL money he, or yeah. whatever. But he didn't. He stepped up and said, Coach, I'm coming back. That's my yeah. promise, and I'm coming back. That helps cement this program. And it's unfortunate. I wish Travis had two years left instead of one. Because that second year would make a difference about the playoffs because it expands during the year he's going to be gone. But next year, this team is going to be positioned, more pressure on Coach Norvell and staff and the team to make a run at the ACC championship. It would be disappointing if they don't find themselves in that championship game. Agreed. And exactly, that's exactly what we said Um just right on. We don't have much to say about them, but we wish them. The yeah, we the wish them all the all the and, best. And to go back to, like you said, great that Jordan Travis announced that early. Just great for everybody all around. True leader does that. Other guys who have announced. Micah Pittman, no surprise there. I think no. we, we still have not got the full potential of him. Um, so great to, you know, officially now, I don't think he was going to leave because he would have to sit out a year, I believe, uh, if yeah. he transferred again. Great right. to have him back. Winston Wright coming back. I think that's obvious coming back for an injury. It'll be great to have him come back, uh, rehab fully 100%, be another weapon in that wide receiver room. Uh, then you have uh, other announcements on the defensive side, Kalen Deloach coming back. Um, I mean, there, there there could have been speculation that after the years he'd had, I, and I think he made had some pretty good tape this year compared to last year, um, the development he's had year over year as a linebacker is, I in my in my opinion, phenomenal. Um, the guy guy looks totally different than he did uh, one or two years ago. Um, but well, he Kalen is announced- Deloach, Yeah, Kalen Deloach is an excellent player. Yeah. Big contributor on this team and will be a big contributor uh, in 2023. Yeah. Now, tackles, he, five and a half. He, yeah, what he's trying to do is make himself a better linebacker and potentially get a little bit bigger. He's a little undersized for an NFL size linebacker. Okay. He's a little undersized. Okay. Yeah. But he he he's he he plays, I think he plays a lot of special teams as well as needed on special teams. And this guy can move. He's a great spy for this program when we need him to be that spy on a quarterback. I'm glad to see him come back. I think it's gonna benefit him. Yeah. And and, and to that point, he also is smart too. Um, and, and we'll, we may talk about tonight or another show, but he signed with the new and uh, FSU collective battles end. Um, and so he's made we it. Don't he, know what that deal was, but I, but I think that's another, you know, he announced early, he's getting paid, which is great. He's staying. And the whole mission of, of battle battles end is to retain roster versus high school recruiting. It's to retain roster. So I'm glad he's getting paid. I think he's, it's, he's played his butt off and, and I'm glad to see it get done. 
uh, Wendy says, I think Travis Stanley is uh, Stanley and I say Nero's help more guys from leaving as well. That's a great point. You know, seeing that there's going to be continuity in the QB room is definitely important, oh. and that will keep receivers, keep guys in line. Right. We want to make a run at the ACC championship next year. So right. I think that's that's a great point. Right. Um, okay, that's who we we're Chris. That was who one of the guys I had that we were going to well, talk wait, about wait, tonight. What does that mean? Breaking, breaking. But, uh, well, it was it was sort of going back and forth if he was coming or not. Um, yeah. Uh, because he wanted to be closer to his mom, who who's sick and going through surgery um, up in uh, the upper part of Florida. So, uh, Christy, I will re-verify that. But that, if that is true, that's great. He's on our thumbnail tonight. So uh, that would be a big hit, um, as we discussed time over time, how right. we need a big guy on this line. Uh, he's 6'6", 300 pounds, um, transfer from Maryland to Miami, uh, played pretty well last year. Um, it, he's improved. He improved from his stats on, at Maryland to Miami. Um, I think this is a great addition to that line. Um, and we still don't know if Verse is coming back. So if Verse comes back on the edge and you have Darnell in the middle, and then you have Patrick Payton, Farmer, and, and those boys, uh, you know, and, and maybe Fabian coming back, you could have trouble. So, Chris, thank you for that. Um, yeah, uh, thank talk, you, Chris. Yeah. And Zach, we talking about Mac, yeah, a ton of Miami. Miami players leaving, Alabama players leaving, Clemson players leaving. This is what the this is what the uh, the portal does. Uh, but let me get back real quick to Houston. Uh, let me let, just as you mentioned that I, I wanted to say at last count, which my last count was yes, a little bit late last night. Alabama had eleven people in the in the uh, portal. Uh, uh, Virginia Tech had twelve people. Oregon had thirteen players in the portal. Jackson State, no surprise, had eleven players. In Louisiana Tech, 18, Colorado State, 17, Texas AM had 16 players. Yeah. And a lot of those guys are at least four stars, probably, and yeah. some three stars. Arkansas, 15. There's a, my last count, there was a 1,000 FBS players as of Monday up to today. And there's more than that now in yeah. there. So this is a shopping frenzy for coaches so the yeah. phone's got to be ringing and you're recruiting them just like when you were recruiting them in high school you're yeah they're getting various offers yeah um and that's a great point too and and you have to be careful too i mean signing day is coming up and you haven't gotten those final signatures too so you may see a hot commodity in the transfer portal does that affect the signature that you're about to get from a highly talented high school kid too? So that's something we brought up you at the beginning what? of the show, which, you know which is like a, like you said, we have to have a careful balance. These coaches do about, God, I see this hot prospect that I liked a year or two ago. Now he's available. Do I offer him? And that pisses off the, the 17 year old that I want to get now. Like I'm about to sign. You know what? You know, you know? what? If you, if you feel, I, I, I think it puts more pressure on the high school kids I think it puts more pressure on the high school recruits to get signed onto a program before yes. their slot. Yeah. See, they didn't have competition except by other high school guys yeah. before. Now there's not only pressure and competition between other high school recruits, but now you have more experienced college fed guys, yeah. portal guys that are competing for the same positions is only so many spots on these rosters. And there's even fewer, like you said, there's a lot less high school offers now going out than there were four Absolutely. or five years ago. Absolutely. You might have, let's say, I'm just going to pick a number. Let's say you were sending out 20, you had 20 slots to fill all 20 went out the high school. Now 
you may be filling 12 of those slots with portal guys. There's Absolutely. only eight going up. So Absolutely. you may see early signees coming up here in late December. You may see early signees from high school jumping on that right away to guarantee their spot is no more wavering waiting. Exactly. Exactly. There's going to be a lot less committable offers. And like you said, these these top 25 schools don't have to be as picky anymore when it comes out. They don't have to make a reach for a prospect anymore because they said they think, OK, we can go in the portal and pick another player or the recruit we lost last year. He's going to be in the portal next year, probably. So we can go after him again. We don't have to make these you know, extend all these offers or you know, take the developmental kid who's a three-star or two-star and put them, bring them in because we can go in the portal find what we need most likely. So like you said, it, it's it's going to really affect the, the high school game. And kids, unfortunately for them, may have to go to a smaller school. Some of these fringers, uh, you know, who are on the on the cusp of maybe going to P5 may have to go to a, a group of five school um, or even lower and, and prove themselves before they get – and then jump in the portal. So it'll be interesting to watch that progression. Because why would you go – if you're not getting the key high school equals deal dash, yeah, that's that's true, Dagby. Why would you go for a questionable high school guy? Yeah. Okay, not questionable in character. No, or, just it, talent. It, you don't it, know because it's so hard to evaluate these guys. I don't care how many stars. Let's say he's a three star, and that's what Florida State's getting. Majority of the kids are getting are three stars, which yeah. are basically. Kind of unknown quantities, but their bodies aren't okay. ready from most the, time too. They haven't been through a strengthening conditioning program. Right. We okay. saw uh, uh, McCall, Sam McCall, five star, can't even get on the field. Okay, so so we know it takes at least two years. Why will you give a slot to to a guy like that when you can go to the portal and get a guy that's had some experience on the field, some reps? He's got a good character. He'll fit with the program, and he's been with their program, a college program of weightlifting, body development, good coaching, you know, pushed hard for one or two years. Uh, no, you got to go with a portal guy. I, I, I agree, and I, I think it's unfortunate, too. I think it's it stinks for the high school kids who are working so hard to get these oh, that's offers. Life. That's life. I, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just standing a fact because a lot of these kids are ready, but now they're going to probably be looked over, like you said, for a college body. In a college, you know, college experience, even with ready for years. what? You said ready, ready for what? What are they ready? I mean, for? some of these kids in high school, like a camp date, like these five stars or high four stars. I mean, a lot how of those many, guys are ready. How many college. freshmen really come in and make a huge impact? Uh, out, no, like I said, there's a like a small percentage that are ready to contribute right away. Very but, small. And, and, but like you said, would you rather the the redshirt freshman who sat out of the program but had been strength has been through the strength conditioning program for and a year understands college. the college he's already been in he knows yeah. how he knows the routine exactly so i think he you're going to see a lot less kid you're going to see a lot of kids that go to smaller colleges that then move their way up because they'll they'll sit at you know uh, uh, a Sunbelt uh, college you know not saying that you know but they'll play at an app state or james madison or something like that and they'll dominate and then they're going to move on to the bigger colleges just because yeah. they got they didn't get the offers in high school. Yeah, but why do you think? Themselves. Why do you think we have how many? The last count, some months back on the offensive line, we have like eighteen guys, eighteen offensive linemen. Yeah. Why do you think we have so many? Because most of the time, when they come out of high school, when they come out of high school, they're not even close to being ready. They yeah. bullied. They were big guys. They were three hundred pounds, two eighty to 310 pounds, they're 6'2", six, 6'6", six, six, 
and they bullied kids in high school on very questionable opponents in high school at times. You think they're playing the top caliber high school teams every week? Maybe IMG Academy. Wait a minute. Maybe no. IMG doesn't play top. They played a made-up school twice in Canada and one in Ohio. Okay, but you understand what I'm saying. Why do you think some of the, we have 18 of these guys? We're yeah, trying I, to get five or six to uh, develop. I get it. I know. I, I get it. I get they it. They just never developed. And, you know, without getting my grandson ticked off at me again of what I said about offensive linemen and no, no disrespect, but they're the hardest guys to judge. No, Anybody in football will tell you they're the hardest guys to judge. They're yeah. the slowest guys. They're not the quickest guys. They're not the most agile guys. Yeah. You know, otherwise they'd be on the defensive line. That's how it works. No, no, it's like you said, we, yeah. Going back to who, uh, sorry, sorry, grandson, who is staying one more player staying. So, so far we've had five guys confirmed that they are staying the last one being, so we've done Jordan Travis. Well, everybody on this team is not going to say I'm staying. I'm staying. Do you they think they are in this day and age? People who you thought were staying are already staying. No, just, that's not, the things we, just let me finish. Just let me finish my statement. Okay. The players who are on the fringe juniors or our draft eligible guy like will make a statement because of the implications on the portal. So they will probably be instructed to either make a statement or do it because of that's what social media is doing. It's going to be one of those two things. I'm just telling you the way it is. So if they are eligible or have potential to, they will. Just to confirm, I'm staying, or they want to do it for social media. Like I'm just saying. So that next person who's staying is Jerrion Jones, who I don't think any of us uh, – he may have – I don't think he, well, he most not, of us thought he was going to go NFL. Uh, but it's a confirmation ready. Not that ready. He, he is staying, which I think is good for him for further good development. Care. He is also being signed by the uh, Battles and Collective. So he's going to get paid. Maybe that played in his decision not to test the NFL. I think either way, it was smart for him. Stay in college, get a degree, get more developmental playing time, and and get paid on the NIL side. So I think it works out. You continue to have that depth at DB. I still think you need to recruit in the portal at DB, uh, but it's glad to have that experience back in that room. So he is coming back as well. Um, so, yeah, so those are the five players that have confirmed so far. Well, I, let I think me ask see- you something. I want to yeah. ask you something. Well, do you think the entire depth chart of the first first and second level players on the depth chart need to come out on social media and tell us they're staying? Uh, sorry, say that again? Do you think – the guys on the depth chart need to go into public media and and say they're staying. No, but they don't know. Okay, but it's well, it's what they it's, want to do. Well, no, it's a it's, social listen, media obsessed society. Listen, listen. It's, it's, uh, no, I, well, that's what they want to do. What the kids want to yeah, do. Yeah, and they're if kids. I, if I'm the coach, if I'm the coach, I want to have a meeting with my players at probably after the Florida game sometime before the bowl game. That's a different deal. But I want to have a, a – before the portal started, before early signing day, I want to have a sit-down with each player, okay? I want to bring them into my office. I want to have the position coach talk to them, and they've then they can come to me, and I want to ask them, son, are you staying? I need to know that, and here's why. I have filled positions here. They've done this. Can I plan on you staying? Is there a reason you not want to? Let's discuss it. And then he just checks them off. If a kid decides to go to the 
social media platform and and let everybody know that he's staying. That's okay. That's cool. But don't think because we haven't heard from certain guys no, that they're that. not staying. No. Now that doesn't mean they are or they aren't. Okay. But I want to I, I think we're wait a minute. We've been on this point for a wait little a minute. too long. Wait a minute. I want to tell the Seminoles out there, you don't need to go to the media. You don't have to. <laughs> Just, just. I don't think they care what stay, you stay. Well, they might care. Maybe <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think Jordan Travis is like. What does the old man think I should do on my social media? Well, account? you know what? You know what? I, uh, you not what? announce. You know what? Announce. It's not bad to have a number of people giving opinions. Okay. And I oh. said to Jordan Travis on this program, you can go back find the tape. I said Jordan, you need to stay. I told and you to stop saying, DMing him. I told you. Told you to stop. I'm not saying he did it because of me. I'm not that arrogant. Okay, but what I'm saying is, you know, we're we're not going to hear from every guy as he's staying. He no. didn't come out with a statement. Don't expect that. We don't need that. No. We don't need Johnny Wilson to come out saying I'm staying or I'm not staying. Well, I'm just saying, if you see it, don't be don't be excited or get alerted. But it's just things are going to happen like that. Don't make assumptions or okay. or okay. get upset and have anxiety if a kid doesn't come out and say he's no. he's not staying. True. The coaching staff True. has already gone through the roster, talked to everybody. Okay. Uh, Wendy makes a great point about now with high school versus portal recruiting that the national signing day for all sports except for football is November 9th, but the sign but for football, it doesn't begin until December like 21st. Three so, days, portal, 21st portal right so that's the issue is that high school players, like, like we kind of talked about, kind of get screwed in this process because they can't actually early sign now uh, before the portal actually opens. So uh, college coaches get the first I don't think day. it has much impact. Well, I, I think. I think what um, it, I think the impact is it puts pressure on early signees. I think you will see yeah, which is more early now. signees. Well, it's fine, but they're not going to fill. You think we're going to start going to fill all the positions before December the twenty first? We've been signing smaller no high school way. classes because of the portal. Okay. No, I um, understand that, but it puts more pressure on the high school kid to sign during the early. That's what I'm signing. saying. That's that's what we're saying. It, right. it puts the high school kid in a tough position to say, yeah. "Where do I want to go?" Like I have to figure this out and make a commitment. So no, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dagby, uh, you know, what should be the program's yearly procurement backbone? High school recruiting transfer. Yeah, and we kind of talked about this at the beginning. It has to be a careful balance of both. Transfer portal is a very short term benefit, and in, in my eyes. High school recruiting is a long-term benefit to your team. Find the right high school players that you're like, these are the 10 guys we want to bring in to be either, you know, to, to develop in the program, fit positions, quarterback, running back, positions like that where you're going to develop them um, versus who are, who are the short-term needs that we have for portal, defensive end, you know, where, injuries, got, you know, stuff like that. So I think it's got to be a careful balance. You can't go either, you can't lean heavily one way because it could go off kilter one year, right? If you don't, if you don't get the offers, commitments from the transfer portal, then you screwed yourself, right? Because you don't have that pipeline of high school talent that you've brought in year after year. So it's got to be a careful balance. Those coaches have to be on top of it. So I think it's got to be like a, a 60, 40, uh, you know, uh, you know, high school portal or 50, 50, something like that. Um, but it's a good question. It's definitely a good question. I'm sure the coaches are like, okay, do we have all our bases covered in case they strike out? Um, because it, it could definitely screw you if you don't, if you don't hit all your commitments. Um Okay, yeah, it so, looks like, by the way, on that breaking news, that uh, uh, defensive lineman Daryl Jackson from the Miami, we hate hurricanes. Uh, I and I don't them. hate you, Daryl. I just Darnell, hate Darnell, Darnell, Darnell. Uh, well, they put it out here wrong then. Uh, but 
it is. Oh, sorry. You're right. You're right. Daryl Jackson. You're right. You're right. right. He's, he's, he's in the fold. Okay. So he's signed. 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 Yeah. He's six, six, 300 pounds. He's from Havana, Florida. So that is a big get. And Havana, Florida is up North. Okay. So his mom is is, from there. So yeah, I don't know if we recruited him. Did Florida State recruit uh, him? Out of high school, I, I think uh, If anyone in the chat knows. We're going to assume the that Coach uh, had a relationship with him, you know, and uh, um, and that he's come home. You know, I hope I hope he's come to this team with the right feelings, and I know his mom's sick. Yeah. He wants to be closer to his mom. He wants his mom to come see his games. Of course he does, and that's more important than football. And, and okay. so this is the thing but with it too. He's a big, he's a big get. As he will say. have to sit out unless he gets a waiver from the NCAA. That's the big thing with this pickup. So because he okay. transferred from Maryland, now he's transferring yes. from Miami. He will have to get yes. a. And, and they think because of the family situation that he'll be able to most likely get that waiver from the NCAA. Like most he's moving. of those waivers are given if it's proven. By medical, they'll have to have all the documentation, the doctor's statements, and they can gather all that up. They can gather all that up. Prayers go, thoughts, prayers go out to his mother, no matter what team he's on, yeah. no matter what team he's on. But they'll get all that documentation. I'm sure that's already been looked at, taken care of. And this is a big pickup for the defensive line. Absolutely. Um even better if he can play right away. If not, then he'll be in the fold for years to come. And it's even better that he's closer to his family because we know that's important to him. Because um, uh, he said there was no love lost with Miami, but he wanted to be close to the home. And he's a big talent. So hopefully he can play right away. If he can't, then we have him for depth and going yeah. forward. And this goes to your point, KB, that we talked about earlier, I think to Dagby's and it was it Mike or someone early in the program. We started talking about, is it height? Do we want high school guys? Yes, we want high school guys for the backbone of this program. Any championship program, the backbone will be from the high school recruitment people and retention. Uh, here's what Daryl Jackson, as a portal guy, brings to your program over a high school defensive tackle. Daryl Jackson brings to your program, first of all, he's six, 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 300 pounds, 639 snaps of experience. Okay, if what I'm getting is true here, 16 pressures on a quarterback, three sacks. Okay, and he grades out basically at a 72.4, which is a green in the green area. So, I mean, this guy's still developing. This guy could be a force. Okay, so this guy and I, I don't know how many years he has remaining. Uh, he'll have, I believe, two. If he gets the hard, sh- I would uh, say at least two. Okay. He'll get the, if, yeah, yeah. So anytime you get a portal guy with at least two, maybe the guy leaves early, but I think most of these two year guys will stay. Then you've won the battle. There's no, it's not even comparable who you're going to give the slot to high school or a guy like this. Not yeah. And, and it's great. It, like, like you said, he's going to apply for that hardship waiver to his mom and, and her health issues. Uh, so we wish her well. And, and he also was teammates with Joshua Farmer at, at Gatson uh, County High School. Farmer. He so, knows uh, Farmer and he's he's talked to Farmer and he knows yeah. what he's getting into. So so there's definitely a connection there. So uh, he's excited. We're excited. So uh, thanks again for uh, whoever uh, I believe it was uh, Chris in the chat who broke that to us. So, Chris, thanks for the heads up there. Uh, we love that. So and, and we're glad to have him on board. So uh, welcome to uh, the team, Daryl. We're glad to have you. 
uh, whether it's this and year or next year or the year your after. Mother, because that's yeah. more important 100%. than anything you do, 100% more including important. football. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, so we're glad to have him. Uh, yeah. Well, let so me let's, ask let's, you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What are we doing about the quarterback situation? Well, let's get into who we're targeting in the portal, and that okay. that plays into that conversation. Okay. Um, uh, as far as I know, uh, QB is not uh, of importance in the portal right now. It's not. I see. This is where I disagree. Do you think that is, or you're saying that's what they? Think? We're not. We're not. We're not going after quarterbacks right now uh, because a none of our existing quarterbacks have portal. Uh, and two, you have a 2023 commit coming in, Brock Glenn, who who's yeah, he he's no not going to play. Experience. I know he's not going to play, no but you're going to have two quarterbacks staying. Who in, have in, no experience. Yes, don't say uh, uh, One of them just won you the Louisville game. What okay. are you talking about? Okay. No experience. I'm not. Just because you don't that. like the kid doesn't no, mean he doesn't have experience. Because he used that excuse every show. I didn't say that. that excuse every show. Don't I, I didn't say I didn't like Tate. Yes, you said you said he's no. awkward on the field. I think he is awkward. But that on doesn't the mean field. he has experience. I but he's I didn't say I didn't like him to a I didn't victory. Say that. I didn't say that. No, so, I didn't. No, uh, no, if, no, if he doesn't have fans, fans, did I say I didn't like him? What is your threshold point? for experience? Then? Listen, what is your threshold for my threshold for experience is more than what Tate has. That's all that's, I that's care not, about. That's not a metric. That's not a metric. Or I'll say I'll say three games. Okay, he doesn't. He's, play, he's played in more than three games. I'm talking about starting three games. Okay, oh, that's man. my threshold. The, I, I, so, with the question I'm pitching out to you and to the fan base, and I'd like the fans to comment on this, is do we need to bring in the right guy, no, not, not for a starter, not, not for a starter, but as happen. an experienced back backup? Do you think Tate meets the definition of an experienced? It's not going to happen. I'm not, I'm not asking you that. I'm asking, do you think he meets I, the experienced-based quarterback we need as a backup? I'm not going to talk about hypothetical situations that aren't going to oh, happen. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, it's just, we'll it's just not going to we'll happen. Wait. We'll wait. Don't – then I want you to – What type of quarterback is going to come and want to sit behind two guys, three guys? There may be a guy there. Who? Who? There may be a guy there. Who? I don't know who. I don't have a. You didn't name. come with uh, the guy that would want to come in I, and be targeted for this room because you said that we should be able to get a guy, right? Who's saying, the guy? Who's certain, the guy? Well, you know what? You know what? Who's the guy? You call up some guys. Who's the you, guy? You know, JT Daniels doesn't want to be the guy. There's other guys. I if I pulled up all the names, I could say this guy doesn't. But here's a guy that may want to. No, like we were just celebrating that victory, that that commitment. We were just celebrating that, so we're glad to see that. We're glad to see that. Um, there may be a quarterback. JT Daniels is not coming to Florida State. I, said he, I just said he wasn't. Who, who would that. you want? Who would I you don't want? know. I'd have to look and see. Guys don't look like that exists. They don't want to come and sit. That's why they go in the portal in the first place, right? How about the kid that left Colorado? Maybe he wants to get the hell out of oh. Deion Sanders' way and come, and he has three years left, and he's willing to compete with Tate for the backup. How about that kid? I don't uh, know. The kind of went I'm, just one out, I'm just throwing out names to you. A guy that has been under staff more than Tate. And I don't dislike Tate. I just don't have the confidence that I need as my backup. I, I, okay, I, that's all. That's all I'm saying. You're saying we're not going to the portal for one. I Yeah. I, I don't believe they are unless okay, some one enough. of these kids fair unless enough. one of these kids portals. I'd love the fans out there listening to us to see what they have to say if they want to say. 
do you want, do you think we need a, pa- a backup from the portal? Yes or no? Just say yes or no. I, I would, yeah, I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on uh, if, just well, say if they think it's realistic. Yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I, don't, I don't think it's realistic. Um, and the kid who just hit the portal from uh, Colorado has only played in four games with 57 uh, completions and two interceptions. And do you so, think that's more? Do you think that's more? Than I don't Tate think has? that's worth shaking up the room for. Do you think Tate has how many how many completions does Tate have? Uh, Tate has one game. Okay, that's all. I don't want to. I don't want to belabor this point. I am not at high confidence that if Jordan goes down. If Jordan goes down, that Tate has the confidence, has built the confidence to take over this team. But that, but okay, I agree with you. I agree with, I agree with you. But if at this point, Mike Norvell, Mike, that, and that's on Mike. If Mike sees that, I, if, because Mike has to think out these scenarios, right? He's got, he's got to have this map out of like, if if Jordan Travis gets hurt, this guy comes in, can he lead us to a winning season? And if he believes that in his mind that, okay, Tate's ready to go. I've had him in the system now next year for three years. He's where I think he should be. Then we have to believe in that, in that vision for him. I don't have to believe in anything. Well, it's his job. It's it, his that's job. his job. It's and his if job. he's betting his job that Tate can't do it, then he's going to crash and burn. That's and right. He'll get criticized every week. That's right. It. He's right. So he's, I have to believe in but, him. But see, he's also not only is he thinking about next year, but he's going to be thinking about 2024 as well when this playoff thing expands and he has an opportunity uh, because so says- next year, listen, next year after the 2023 season, we're going to lose a slew of people. Okay? Yeah. Uh, David says, exactly. can any backup right now on the team compete with T for the second spot? AJ Duffy. That's the only guy that's going to compete with him on David. the roster right now. Yeah. AJ Duffy. That's it. Like- like AJ I said, Duffy. I don't, I, I, don't know if they're going to go after a guy. I don't know if anyone would want to come in. I, no, if you got some guy from FCS, maybe who had decent right. experience, was yeah. like, I want to come in and compete. I just don't know if anyone wants to sit on the bench behind JT because they know they're not going to get the starting position unless a dramatic injury happens, and it, it didn't happen this year. So you might find a guy. You might find an elite guy at the FCS not an elite level. Guy. Not an elite guy. Because that guy's going to find a job in P five or, or group of five team. He'll find a job if he's elite at that level. You would have to find some mid-tier guy that backed up there. He'll back up here. Then I'm just saying. I'm just saying the quarterback room behind Travis is inexperienced and doesn't. I don't have the confidence okay. that well, it can take yeah. over this team. That's my opinion. And Jackie says taste clearly the second they say he's clear, and I agree. I have and like you said, I'm not confident in it, but I have to believe Mike. He, he must see it. He must see it in practice. And he must believe. And I didn't believe it, but look at the Louisville game. Well, I got to believe. Well, I'm game? not sure. I'm not sure with the Dagby here saying they say he's clearly second in line. I think AJ Duffy is going to be competing with yeah, him. Well, I, I don't want to think spring. about that. I don't want to think about that in two years. I really don't. I, I just, okay. I, I don't because that's a whole other conversation. I don't think. I don't want to see either of those guys right well, now. You may be right. You may be saying most AJ smiles way too much for a freshman for me. I don't like that smiling after an incompletion. That's just my personal thoughts, but he's a kid. I understand. What do you it. mean? He smiles after he throws an incompletion? Yeah, I don't like, yeah, but that's, I mean, he's just, a, that's his personality. That's I, it's his just person, not me. That's his, per, that's his personality. But I know that's not on him. That's on me. But, um, I, you know, I, I, I think Duffy is the heir apparent in my eyes, but like you said, Tate is going to have a shot at it. Cause he'll, if he stays in the system, he'll be here for three years by that or three or four years by that time. 
Uh, but then you got the, the you got two, Luke. How about the two guys that the two uh, former uh, guys that were coming to Florida State or in the portal now that are QBs? Would you take one? Luke Altmyer. Yeah. He's not going to come and sit again. That's why he's leaving. Yeah. Um. And the other what's the other kid's name? Um. I don't even remember his name. I forget his name. Would you no. take either one of them back? No. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I mean, if they want to sit, yeah, absolutely. If Luke yeah. wants to come here and sit behind JT, absolutely, and compete for the second spot, a hundred percent. Yeah, I would take Luke Altemeyer back if he wants to sit behind JT and compete for the second spot. He should have. He should have just stayed committed because he would have. But he would have to sit. So, um, Keith says uh, Tate has improved. Going to be difficult to find a transfer. He wants to back up. Totally agree with you, Keith. Totally agree with you. I, I think Tate has improved. But, but, we hey, saw Keith, the Louisville game. Keith, it's just Keith, you see the line. I would look for one. Okay, well, we'll find out. Um, so let's talk about guys who are on our radar and, and offers that have gone out so far. Um, uh, do you want me to start? I have a couple yeah, of. Go uh, ahead. So a couple of guys I know Florida State has extended offers to. One is uh, Jason, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this name because I haven't pronounced it. Uh, uh, Maitre uh, at Boston College. So uh, he is a defensive back. So once again, you lose a defensive back, you gain a defensive back potentially. Um, he's got a, a, a good amount of experience at Boston College. Um, I bet he you know, did. <laughs> and they they struggled last year. Uh, but as you can see on he Eagles. He saw Insider, a lot of balls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he struggled a lot against Florida State uh, in particular, uh, which they actually point out in the article. But uh, he started all 12 games last season for them. I think the big thing with him is that uh, he, uh, he comes with a lot of experience uh, in the backfield. I don't think he's going to be this all-star defensive back that you bring in. Um, but he he's kind of a up and down guy. He'll have breakout performances and he'll come back to to, to earth a little bit. Um, but it's the fact that they use him both as a cornerback and safety, which is the biggest part of his game, is that he's versatile. Um, and, and that's that that's what Florida State likes is guys that can move around the field. Um, and, and so that's why I think they offered him is that one for his experience and two, well. Two, he's played against ACC competition. He, he's used to the quarterbacks in, in this league. And three, his versatility about playing cornerback and safety. So I, I think this is a good good offer for depth in the DB do you room. Think, do you think when they're recruiting this guy in the portable, any guy they recruit in portable, do you think they see him as a potential starter? No, no. Well, why would he come yeah. here then? Why would he leave? Rotate, the they rotate guys. They rotate guys. Do you want to be? Would you rather be on a, uh, like a two-win team or compete for an ACC championship? Yeah, well, that's probably true. I mean, I gave you that one. And potential NIL money. It, you know, if they say we can hook you up and you can be on an ACC championship competing team, absolutely. That's probably true. That's reasonable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and the Dak is talking about the QB that will have the experience of the yeah. FBS P5. Well, I, yeah. I agree. That's that's what you would. You're have not going to get that out of a Sam McCall yeah. or any high school recruit, and yeah. mostly. We're getting most of our defensive backs that we're bringing in are three stars. I'm not big on this star system. I think it's all kind of doesn't matter once you're in the portal. I think it's it all smoke, and I think it doesn't matter. You know, it's not that big a deal. So another guy Florida State has, uh, I know is I don't know if they, I, I believe they have offered um, is a defensive lineman from Western Michigan. Uh, this guy's highly highly sought after. Um, like you can see here, he's just another Dame. I wish that Western Michigan's an FBS program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they indeed are. Uh, they're not high up there, but they definitely are an FBS program. Um, but in the same vein, you know, kind of under, under-recruited. Um, well, if uh, Notre Dame has interest in the guy, the guy must be pretty good. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He, he's he's got to have good of, academics. He's kind so, of on the uh, – well, I don't. You don't. You don't necessarily go to Western Michigan for their academics. Um, no, I said he must have 
decent academics to go to Notre Dame. Oh, you know, true. So yeah, that yeah. it's not going to have academic issues, that, yeah. which is important. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you he's know. six five, six five, three hundred pounds, a big guy. Um, like I said, uh, you know, defensive end position. So uh, you know, I think he's kind of in the same mold as as uh, Jared Verse in terms of under recruited, kind of a breakout guy at a at a lower level. Um, and like you can see, he is being highly, highly sought after uh, in the portal. And this you is said guy, we offered him. Yes, we offered him almost immediately, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is a guy to have on your radar. If we can land him along with uh, Daryl uh, Daryl in the interior line, I think you're in a great position on the defensive line. Because Daryl, if he can we play – We may have an inside edge on that basically because of Jermaine Johnson, because of Jared Verse, because we've been bringing in and we have a great coach there coaching him up at defense at the end and being able to – push him off into the NFL. I mean, that could be an inside take. And yeah. why wouldn't you want to play in more pleasant weather than snowy Notre Dame? Well, he's probably used to it playing at Western Michigan. So it probably doesn't. Yes, well, come to, uh, Florida. Come but, uh, to Florida if you're listening. But yeah, Brandon. but uh, this season, just for a snapshot, he had five sacks, 58 tackles, uh, tackles, two forced fumbles, three deflected passes. So, I mean, he, he's got production tied to his name. Once again, lower competition. Um, but you know he he's played three seasons just just for you know he they played at Michigan State this year he had five total tackles two solos uh, one forced fumble one tackle for loss against that's high level competition at Michigan State that's a um, good day so so I think that's where he flashed that's probably the game tape that everyone saw was like okay this guy can play at the next level and then even against Pittsburgh he had six tackles uh, a half a tackle for loss uh, and two solos so this is a guy that can get on the edge and make solo tackles which is what you want to see. Um, so, uh, yeah, I absolutely think this is a high priority candidate for Florida state and, uh, someone you hope to land because if you can match him, like I said, on the interior with, uh, Daryl, uh, this could be a, a pretty big pickup. Uh, so far. I, I think, I think we're going to stars are fairly relative, but a good reference. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I, I mean, to a point. To a point, but I think the Sam McCall thing is it also but an I, I think we're punning on him. I think he still has a good... superstar, big recruit, couldn't get on the field. Okay, so I think it's relative. I think she's, uh, you know, he the, the comment by Dagby is it's fairly relative. I think you put it into the body of work. Okay, yeah. you put it a Jared Verse had no stars that I'm aware of. You know, he didn't get to the camps or the the special weekend things. He couldn't. He didn't do any of that. So he kind of went under the radar. Yeah. You know, type yeah. thing. So I think it's a reference point, like anything else. But it's very subjective. Yeah. It's a very subjective type of scoring system. You know. Okay. Yeah. And the last guy yeah. I'll mention that I know we've offered for sure, and I think uh, was kind of announced yesterday, uh, was a receiver that you may or may not be. We so, offered that. We offered this guy. Yeah, Ra Ra Thomas, uh, a Mississippi and State. I thought this was kind of interesting. What? Yeah. So a, this could point to a couple a, things. That's one. You're expecting attrition from the receiver room. Yeah. Right. So that means you should expect someone to be leaving or announcing they're leaving somewhat well, soon. This might force someone out. Well, yeah. It, you're. It, it, yeah. It sends a sign that you're trying to recruit over somebody. And who would that be in our? Well, I'm afraid it may be yeah. someone we mentioned in our uh, show. A couple of well, Malik McLean, uh, Portier. Uh, you know, oh, Portier, Warren yeah. Uh, Thompson. Yeah, Warren Thompson. He hasn't. Been... I thought he was. Still... 
Oh my god. He's literally be he's literally transferred and he's transferred again to another good. team. What are you okay, where yeah, are okay, you? Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm just thinking out loud. Give me a break. That guy, okay. that guy's I'm been gone sorry. so long, he's on to his second team. Look, second, I second team. I apologize. God. God. I did have um, a little sangria earlier. Yeah, yeah, time. I can tell. I can tell. Um, but but this should be an indication that someone's going to leave. Okay, who do you likely. think it would be? I because, hope it's not Malik McClain because in, or Kentra. I like both those guys. Listen, when you offer another guy in a deep – we always say the wide receiver room is very deep. Now we're offering to another guy, and you're thinking of getting Winston right back. So where is this guy gonna fit? I, I, like, in? I I don't know. I like I like his stats. Though. I Six thought it two, was strange. A thing. lot of eligibility left. Um, I think he's yeah. got two years left this season. Just looking at stats, he's he's grown from season to season. Um, in terms of his production, so his freshman year, two fifty two. This last year, over six hundred yards. Seven. He's a he's a touchdown maker, and that's what this team needs: is guys who who can produce. Uh, on the receiver end, Johnny Wilson faded towards the end of the year. Maybe, maybe this is to push the room and just say, guys, we're going to bring in playmakers. This guy's, this guy's a playmaker. Let, let's, you know, look at his long, long. Well, let me, ask you, let me ask you this from a coaching philosophy, because I'm sure the head coach and they talk about, but yeah, we are coming. We're coming. Florida State, Florida State's ramping up. We're, we're they're, they're going for it all next year. They're going no, for it hey, all you know what Dion said? It. Maybe he's saying this is kind of funny. Oh, Put, putting it. Dion said, tell him. Anybody ask you about me, say, tell them I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. And let me say this while we're on this. This any any this any college football fan, okay? It doesn't have to be FSU, it could be anybody. If you have not seen the Dion, the Dion video on YouTube of when he talks to the Buffalo, Colorado Buffalo team, it is it is unbelievable. Is unbelievable how it, KB did you see it? I sent it to you. I did yeah, you see I, it or not? I, I don't think it's any different than some coaches talk to him, but oh, everything Dion does you're, is oh, no, but that's crazy. different. Everything Dion does you're is recorded crazy. for social media. You're that's different. Crazy. Yeah, he, listen, he did that's who he is. I know. He, you think he did that as an act? A little bit, yeah. What are you talking about? He's a you, you don't get record. He, you don't record every second of your coaching life me. if you're not listen acting to some me. of it. He is recording to a one and ten team. He would have said the same thing whether the recording is on or off. But you don't think Mike Norvell talked to, to the team the same way when he inherited Willie Taggart's crap roster and how, culture? I can't wait to you see how you compare Mike Norvell's press conferences with with. Deion Sanders. Oh no, Deion's a whole nother. Deion's a whole nother level. I'm, I'm not, not here to beat up Mike Norvell tonight. Deion's a whole media well, let personality. Let me finish. He was. He is, and he's always said this. I'm very direct, and I'm very transparent with my team, with my program. Yeah. Some people are beating him up on this stuff, but he told that team. Okay, I don't want to spend all my time. Into the portal. No, I'm just saying. I don't want to spend, uh, like we're not talking I, about college. Here is my point. Here is my point. My point to you is when we go out and offer another wide receiver, should we care about what the kids we already have in the wide receiver, how they feel? Or, or are we just looking to produce? That's what I'm asking you. It's, as a, a, good it's a good question. The the thing is, I, I think you do think about it's it. It's a sensitivity you're... thing. Do we care? Are we 
Are we trying to be too sensitive? Is a guy who's really this is what's going to happen? The only That's issue is the culture of the locker room. If if like if, if every player is on pins and needles, like am I going to be cut? Like am I going to be cut? Am I going to be cut? Like that's not a that's not a healthy culture. If you're always like, it is good to be always on your edge in terms of like I need to produce, I need to produce, I need to work hard. But if like you can't trust your coach or like looking behind your back that you're going to be recruited over after your coach said no, you're you're we brought you in for a reason to do this, and if you work hard, you're you're you know you're secure. But like it, it, some of that doesn't. It's great in the beginning. Like I, I don't disagree with what Dion did. I think it's great. Like in terms of like He's guys, I'm being truthful with you. Get in the portal. Not yeah. gonna recruit over you. Yeah, I, I don't think that's wrong. And I think it, it's. It's a different way of doing things, but he's honest, and I like that. I appreciate that. But at the same time, if you do that too much, it, it can sometimes sow seeds of discontent no, he, in your locker room. He's not I'm just do it all the time. That was his first meeting. Okay, exactly. Okay, I don't want to. No, that's okay. Okay, I don't want to talk about Dion. The whole transition is not about Dion. The whole transition is when you offer a guy in a heavily crowded, when you heavily crowded, we're we're coming in the words of Prime. There you go, Red Dolla. When you're when you have a crowded room, what kind of message are the guys talking about now? No, and I agree. I don't think you should ever stop recruiting playmakers, and that and that's a good point. I think a guy like Rara, he shows production. He's still a young player. He's still growing, and I think he's looking to get to you know. He sees that as Mike Norvell would say, "This is an offense built for playmakers." Yeah. Well, come on, man. Like, come in and play with JT. I I, I think this is what you can sell to him. And like you said, you shouldn't be afraid to bring in playmakers to hurt feelings. If you're afraid of hurting right. feelings, then you're not going to yeah. make uh, Nick Saban doesn't care about hurting feelings. No, Deion Sanders doesn't ha- no. care about hurting people's feelings. No, if you can find get a playmaker like this, you bring him in, you let everything else sort Listen, itself. This out. isn't about feelings you. anymore. Yeah. This is a business. This yeah. is we are the minor leagues of the NFL, and the whole college model is being set up that way. Yeah, and so, Dad, to your point, I, I think it's not necessarily more receivers are needed. I think it's I think more consistent playmakers in the X. I did. I do think you saw some drop balls from Johnny Wilson. Do you span? Is that project going emerged. to develop? Is, never he never emerged. emerged. We knew that was going to be a project. Now, is that? Do they? Do they see him and they think, well, this may never fulfill itself, and even in the long term, do we? Or maybe you know, maybe Deuce transfers again. Maybe he's like, I'm done. I don't want to do this at Florida State. It wouldn't surprise me. So, it so maybe they're me. anticipating. He's not going to play that much at Florida State. He's going to be the end around guy. I, I think they're anticipating roster churn, or they're like, we can't. We need a guy that can consistently go out for routes, and Deuce isn't the guy right now. So we need another playmaker, which yeah, I don't doubt no. them for. He's not, um, he's not the guy. And Keith was some breaking news here. Rumors are versus is staying. Well, that's rumors. That's not breaking. Yeah, no, no, but it's a it's a good rumor because I thought he was leaving totally, and he hasn't said he's not. He's Let me not, say this. Let me say this to Jared versus. He's, he's playing the bowl game. Playing okay, the bowl game. if he's listening, he's Jared, not listening. he's not listening. Jared. You don't know who who's listening or not. Jared versus not listening. You don't know who's listening or not. Jared, if you're out there, just like I said to Jay Jordan Travis, not listening. You are not ready to go to the NFL. That would be a mistake. Get one more year to develop your skills. You're one year out of FCS. One year. You need one more year, develop your skills, and then you're ready to go. You could call up Jermaine Johnson, and he will tell you there's a big jump 
between where you are now and who you're playing. And when you're playing the best offensive tackles ever. Okay. So yeah. listen to what I'm telling you. Yeah. And, 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 Jared, yeah. and let me predict this okay. Okay. 85% chance. I say this and I'll eat it if I'm wrong. Jared verse will stay. I, I think that wants, would be amazing. He wants some reason to stay. He wants a reason to stay. They're working that out with NIL. Yes. And NIL. he wants a reason to stay. Maybe an insurance policy, but that's it. Red, I, okay. I, Red, I think he's staying one more year. His stock will rise, get in the weight room. Red Dollar, you're right. To me, he doesn't look big enough. He is He is not going – he'd be a guy they put in on a passing up. He cannot hold up to the run right now. He is – Florida buried him. They buried him. They doubled. They, they were the scheming oh, him. I don't want to hear they, this. They were. They were scheming him, though. I mean, but you're, you'll get uh, – I, I, like you said, one guy – two guys in Florida can take you. One guy in the NFL can tend to Absolutely. take you. So, so that's a good point, Red Dell. Yeah. Um, Adagmi yeah. says, keeping guys on their toes and always feeling uneasy isn't healthy for an individual or program. Well, there should be some that. level of job security. It become form of abuse. I, no, I do. And that's what I was kind of saying before is that it could, you, it you could can become use like that language every so often. Yeah. If guys always feel insecure about where they are in the program, it can sow those seeds of distrust. And I, that's not healthy. So No, no. There's a difference between sensitivity, uh, uh, unhealthiness, and competition competition you want competition in there so how you develop that is is i th i think you with competition there are going to be people who are left out but if a guy like kentron say he's like what am i what else do i have to show you i catch the balls i run the routes and i only get 10 percent of the snaps what more do i have to show you coach and then you go bring in rah rah thomas like that's where there could be that frustration for a guy right well you have to explain it to the room i i, I agree so but this also could be a, a spot filler for uh, Keyshawn helton leaving too so a guy well, leaves in the true. receiver room you bring that's him true. in then you have another guy on the well that would be yeah if they replace Keyshawn with rah rah i think they've upgraded the position greatly so, uh, and but no you also have Hakeem coming Keisha. in. That's no disrespect. No, no. But and then you had you've got high school re receivers coming in. Hakeem, right? Yeah, Hakeem coming in uh, yeah. this next year. Yeah, he's you know going to want to. I think fight for some playing time, but he you know maybe this may give him some time to develop uh, at the uh, college uh, level. Uh, absolutely. So those but are three I, guys. I, yeah, I know we have offers out for. Are there guys that you think we should be targeting? I we're we need to wrap this up sometime soon. We're we're going well. Here's, going here's long, but. yeah. Here's the thing. Here's one. We can wrap this up with this. I, you don't hear anything about the kicking game now. Our special teams overall was greatly productive this season. They were very productive, except for the field goal thing. I have a lack of confidence in Fitz. Okay. He still hasn't won me over just like Tate hasn't. They're good kids. I don't have any disrespect for them. I think Fitz, Fitz, I don't think Coach Norvell can say he's won him over. He may say that publicly, but in his mind, we're, we're lucky we didn't really have a game this season that came down to a kick. We didn't really have a game that came down to a kick. Okay, now Man, I'm talking awesome. about. The, the wide lefts and the wide rights in those days where the game came down to the final three seconds, you got to make the kick and it either goes through or doesn't. I'm not sure that Fitz is that guy. The question is, do we bring in, are we looking at a kicker somewhere? Yeah. 
And there's not many of those guys in the portal. Yeah. <laughs> no, those, those guys are even harder to evaluate because they can go 20 for 20 one season. And the next season yeah. they go five yeah. for 20. Right. Um, uh, most of the FSC's roster should return to the degree. They need more development. Some need more accomplishments to pair for them for the next level. I totally agree with that. So hopefully, totally you know, like you said, that. whether they announce it or not, I think you'll see a lot of Florida State roster come back. Once again, because this team did succeed at a high level this year, they want to come back and do even more with it. And, you know, they'll get a spotlight next year yeah. even more. So I, I totally agree. Versus and let's, remember this. let's remember this. They could bring a kid in, let's say one of the offensive linemen, and tell him you're not developing as fast as we thought you would in year one or year two. Yeah. It may be a better move for you to go to a smaller FBS school or to an FCS school. Okay. To, 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 to get the play, to get the reps you need. Yeah. That kid does not have to leave and give up his scholarship. They cannot, unless you tell me if I'm wrong, they cannot revoke his scholarship and take it away from him because he's not developing. I don't, uh, I I mean, don't know they can do that. So a scholarship's a year to year contract. A guy could but, stay there. Yeah. Once you issue him that scholarship, it's not a year to year thing that I'm aware of. It is, it is That's essentially look, a year to year. I don't think so. It's not a four year commitment. It's not a four year commitment. I don't know. I could be wrong. It's I not a four-year commitment. But but moving on. Okay. So a couple of other guys I just want to put on everyone's radar that I'm excited about potentially that I think Florida State should go after, which I'm sort of disappointed that we aren't maybe in the run for, um, is tight the tight end position. I think everyone probably listening right now thinks that and knows that with you know, we're losing Cam McDonald. Did they veteran, offer that guy, that FCS guy? Getting there. Okay. Uh veteran guy, Cam McDonald leaving. Not the most dynamic of playmakers, just, you know, did some blocking, did some catching, yeah, dropped a, some balls. He's not a Sean O'Leary. No, uh, j- just there, just there uh, when you need it. Um, <laughs> man, the skater of ours had one job, I was trying to do that. Uh, Red, I, I think we both agree with you. Yeah, I don't want to rehash me. that and get a mic. Okay, we've so, uh, we rehashed that, but he <laughs> agrees with me. But um, but uh, I think one guy that should be on everyone's radar, and I've I've – Ever since I saw this guy play against Tennessee, I, I kind of fell in love with him. Uh, Jaheim Bell uh, entered the portal at South Carolina. This guy is he he was run, he runs the ball for them. He plays some fullbacks, some running backs, and tight ends. Uh, South Carolina actually lost both their tight ends to the portal, but this guy is like built for the Mike Norvell offense because he can play so many different ways, and he's got great hands. And if you're looking for a guy to come into this offense, uh, it, it, and the guy is leading basically because he didn't get enough catches at the tight end position. And he knows he can't, he knows he has the ability to get more and that's why he's leaving. Uh, but when they start to showcase him in the offense is when he went off. Uh, and that's when they upset, you know, Tennessee. Uh, and that's when they went, won the bowl game last year. So I think Jaheim Bell, if you look up his uh, highlights, the guy has the ability to be a special player in this offense. And I really, really hope right now. It's it not, people, he's not the lady you see on the screen. No, he's not, he's not her, <laughs> but, but really in the running right now, they're saying it's Florida, Colorado, uh, and one other school. I'm kind of disappointed that either we're not getting traction there or, or Mike Norvell isn't going after it. Um, maybe he believes in the players we have in the room or we're going after the kid from, uh, shorter the fcs kid i rather is not go after a kid at the fcs level even though it's worked out for jared verse um 
I don't know. I, I'd rather us go for a FBS level tight end just because that position is sometimes hard to, you know, uh, to get right uh, and to evaluate at a certain degree. So I'd rather go after a kid like this. I also know that we are potentially looking at at tight ends. Uh, the kid out of Indiana um, who who's in the portal now at AJ Burner, uh, Barner. Sorry. Uh, so he's another offensive weapon who just uh, recently went into the portal. I think Florida State's going to have the potential to get a tight end, and I think they need this is this is what the portal's built for. You have a hole in your offense, and I think we can all agree that the biggest hole in this offense is tight end. We do not have a reliable playmaking tight end in this offense. We have ones that can block relatively well. But we do not have ones that can change the – can really catch, turn up field, and, and score or make guys miss. And I think or, – or ones that they have to respect their catching ability. So I think a guy like A.J. Barner or a guy like I just said, uh, you know, are, are, are potential game changers for us in terms of taking this offense to the next level and make us an ACC contender. Uh, anything to add to that? No, I agree. I agree with what you said. I'm – I'm a little concerned our ability to recruit a tight end based on how many passes a, a, a good a guy who wants to catch passes and go to the next level. He, he I don't know what he expects. Maybe does he expect 25, 30 catches, 25 well, to 30 well, uh, uh, a season? I'm not sure Mike Novell. The team only throws, got 25 last year and he wasn't okay, happy. I'm not sure Mike Novell throws that many passes. He he's increased that, which I like. I'm not sure he throws that many passes to the tight end position. Because I don't think – I honestly don't think that they're – the ability isn't fully there for them to play in the offense. And that's no knock. I, I think I, – I really like well, Cam. It, that's a problem because then and you that's, can't recruit a tight end who catches the ball. That's what I'm saying. If, if you say to the player, we're looking for a playmaker tight end to open up our playbook even more, I think that's the selling point. It's like, let's get you in. Look at look at what we've done just with what we've had in terms of we, we've had more blocking tight ends, right? We've had guys coming off of injuries. Cam's been banged up. Let's get a guy like you, Jaheim, or like you, AJ. Let's get you in this offense and let's, let's open up the – look at how – we have one of the top offenses in the country. Now we just need a playmaking tight end. Let's get you oh, in. Yeah, offenses that have the, that use that tight end and their pass catching abilities just it makes it a nightmare for a defense. Yeah, and I think and Georgia, Keith, I, I think I Georgia does a great job of that. And Keith, Alabama I, does to a point. Notre Dame used to has always sort of done that. No, they lot. they are tight end. You know, those kind of, I, that, that tight end you have to account for that guy. And that of course, they have that tight end to Nick O'Leary. We haven't had tight end since Nick yeah, O'Leary. That linebacker can't really, you know, he's got to hold back some to go with the guy. So we, I think I think you make a valid point. It's a grave mistake if we do not get a tight end in the portal. Jaheim so Bell is a potential All American if we land him. Same potentially with AJ. But this is a if we do not go all in on the tight end position on the offensive side, it, it's a great mistake. Yeah, you're also, saying you're not satisfied with what we have in the tight end. Room, I, I just right? think it brings up it brings our game to another level. Okay, and I then agree. to I Keith's agree. point, I do believe there are, we do need to recruit some linebackers. Um, uh, there's a couple of those on the board. I, I'm not sure the offers that have gone out for that yet. They're, they're kind of under the radar now, but I, I definitely agree with you. It helps that Deloach is coming back, but definitely need to get more linebackers on board. Um, and the Dagby's right. I mean, room full of tight ends, and none of them are standouts yet. That that's totally correct. You guys got like Brian Courtney, who's young but not stand out. You have uh, what's his 
the block. I always forget his name. The uh, the guy that's always blocking. He's got um. Yeah, I know. Uh, I forget his name, but no, like Dagby, you're totally right. We just we have a room full of them. Uh, Marquis uh, Mar- uh, Douglas. Douglas uh, he's he's come on a little There's bit. A like you said, he's got ends. potential. But like you said, he's he's a developmental piece still, and maybe he turns it on next season. I liked what I saw from him, but he's a big guy. He's athletic. But like you said, none of them have really, to your point, stood out. Like like, and, and it could be maybe that's I I I don't want to say that's the offensive game plan. I think it's more of trust in that and having true veteran playmaker that can make all the plays and do all the plays. Right? It's more of we're tailing our offense away from the tight end position versus with the tight end position. And so I would love us to hit the portal and get one of these guys to prove out having a playmaker at that position really can live, elevate us to the next level. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, is there anyone else you want to bring up before? No, uh, we, I, th- uh, I think the only thing it's been, I think it's been a quiet week for Florida State in the portal at this point. Those departing and those we're offering. And okay. obviously we, we, we don't have anybody coming except the Penn State guy that, that took place several months ago. So it's been kind of quiet. Well, I, I don't think you got a lot of commitments this week from a lot of schools. Um, I think I think since it's you know you have what three or four weeks, um, I think a yeah, lot of I people are just do yeah, some visits. Kids yeah, do I thought visits. everybody thought it was going to be the, yeah. I think it's just people are putting their names in. They're getting offers. Some of those offers we don't even know about. That's been probably yeah. oh, there's a lot of offers we don't State know about. Yeah, that we don't know about. The meetings are taking place. They're recruited just like high school. You can have meetings with the coaches, conversations. Uh, you can have visits take place. You know, I mean, it's it's an entire process. To So to expect to see instant turnaround is not really reality. No. Okay? It's not reality. But I think- so I think, I think, you know, everybody will be patient. Some of these kids will take their time. They're making an important decision. But I think a great it's great to to land Daryl tonight. I think that's a great momentum. Oh, that's a process big, that's because a big that fills process. a hole. That fills a definite hole, and you can get started on the waiver process for his hardship waiver. And they all probably that stuff. know the percentage that this waiver is probably going to get approved. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they. I'm thinking that way. Otherwise, it's also a good move if it isn't being approved. If Either his way. mother's yeah. sick, yeah, absolutely. And we can do this kid a favor you know, and help his mother as well than help his family. That's just a yeah. big humanitarian Absolutely. thing to do. No, I, it, it's great for both sides. It, it's glad it worked out yeah. like that. And we're getting a talented kid who can then be closer to his family. So it works yeah. out for both, but and I, and the, it's good yeah. momentum on that. On and that one of the things we're trying to do here is we're not going to flood you. Uh, we're not going to flood you with a bunch of names of every guy that's in the portal and tell you what they do. Cause it's irrelevant. Well, also, there's other 15 other channels that will do that for you. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. If you want to hear all those names, and and it chews up a lot of times, we're going to try to bring you the most relevant information as it pertains to this team, as as it pertains to Florida State football. And that's what we try to do because we know your time is valuable and we know it's it's, uh, limited. So, Norvell, if you're listening, probably not listening, Please go get Jaheim Bell. I, I want that kid so much. He, there you he, go. And, and, and like Nunu says in the chat, this team's going to be a problem next year. J, uh, Nunu, we need a tight end. Talk to Norvell. Get us a tight end. Go get Jaheim Bell from South Carolina. I want that kid. He will get – he will bring this offense to another level. Well, KB, you. you're right. We need a guy that is a threat to the defense. 
See, defenses, defensive football is about threats. Who are the threats? I mean, we have threats. You know, Let, let's not say this off. Like, no, we have no, threats, but that's no, just another but listen, level. Listen, listen. It opens up your offense more yeah. when you have more threats. Yeah. Okay. And if you have a tight end that can go 15 yards down the field, turn around and catch a freaking pass, Gronk. You know, Gronk, everybody knows who Gronk is. Oh, Gronk wasn't the fastest guy in the world, but this guy could get downfield. Okay. But his hands were superior. You need a guy that's a big guy and can catch the football. Period. I, yeah, totally agree with you there. Totally agree. Yeah, with period. You. So there's fill, there's holes to be filled. The coaching staff's going to work the portal, and they're going to you're going to see a number of guys early signing period come into this program who want to get on the roster and get playing ball. That's how this works. Everybody here basically came in with the idea: I'm going to the NFL. Yeah, and that's what this is about. Let's not be pretentious now. It's about money. It's about going to the NFL. And I know you hate it when I bring up Dion, but that's what Dion oh, said. Okay, all, all right, right, all right. And that's what it is. So whether Mike Norvell says it or not, that's what these kids tell the kids what they already know. They'll I tell have, them what they already know. No, I think he's he's told them what they know. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't care. I just I think it's interesting, and I will bring up stuff like that. All right, like uh, like you said, we'll be doing whether it's live or pre-recorded. We'll do yeah. doing update shows where we think relevant. So, like we said, we went through who's leaving, who's staying, also who we should target tonight. Some of the key names, I think it's you know whether it's Brandon Fisk or it's you know Jaheim Bell or it's you yeah. know AJ Barner. Um, there, there's a, a couple of names that are out there. There's offers out there. Sign Daryl Jackson, which is a big hole, but I, there's a lot of guys out there we need to sign uh, in our eyes, especially with the guys we're losing depth wise. Uh, but there's definitely playmakers available out there. So it'll be interesting who Mike Norvell and staff focus their attention on because with so many guys and so many offers going out, you really have to focus down and say, who are the biggest holes? What can we address? And how clearly can we do it before signing day with the high school staff? So um, I think that's going to do it for now. Uh, Till next week, we may do a special show maybe on the weekend, depending on how news or goes. Short segments. We'll do yeah, short, we'll do short, short segments. Um, maybe a new type, Wendy. I, that's, we don't need to talk about Coach Thompson tonight. That's that's not not appropriate. Uh, oh, <laughs> we, we can get into a. Uh, 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 I know some people don't like Coach Thompson and uh, his. Uh, yeah, development, but okay. they they do great at blocking. But we just I think we need a higher level of a caliber tight end. Um, but I like I said I love who we have. But I think we can go higher. Uh, but with that, uh, I will thank you all for coming tonight. To join the show if you haven't already. Like subscribe hit the notification button so you know when we go live we push a quick update out but thank you all we appreciate your comments your insights your questions all that stuff it really you know means the world to why we do this uh from the fans perspective uh independent podcast stuff like that so we appreciate it. uh leave your comments if you watch this on demand leave your comments as well I, I try to respond to every question and comment you put out there so thank you all again we'll see you all soon and as always uh go Knowles go Knowles and hopefully you get some more signings by the next show Good news, okay. everyone. Have a great, great night. Day. Have a safe weekend.